Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Today we're going to break the lies that overcome the overcomers. There is a lie that is prevalent in the church of Jesus Christ that kills the faith of many as soon as they are brought into the kingdom. Because the Bible says that without faith it is impossible to please God and those who come to him must believe that he is God, which means that nothing is impossible for him and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Therefore, does everything in our Christian faith come by faith? Faith in who he is, faith in what he says, faith in what he can do, faith that nothing is impossible for God, faith that the blood of Jesus overcomes, faith that he's called us to become sons and daughters, kings and priests of a greater kingdom. There is a lie, however, that is perpetrated to destroy this faith, and it is very sneaky because it is often spread among those claiming to be believers. It is the lie of the inevitability of perpetual sin, and it has done its work wreaking havoc in the modern church. It strips people's testimonies from them so that they have no power to overcome the enemy, but rather are overcome by him daily. I hear it every day from the lost. I hear there are no real Christians. They're all fake. They're all hypocrites. And from many that are claiming to be Christian, I hear the very reason that the world is saying this and has lost hope for true deliverance and salvation. They say, we all sin daily. No one is perfect. God's grace covers us in our sinfulness now. My friend, if you believe this, then I implore you to lay aside the teachings and traditions of men, pick up the word of God for yourself, and seek him for the truth and the truth shall make you free, because whom the Son sets free is free indeed. My friend, do not allow this lie to achieve its goal of defeating your faith and your blessed hope and preventing the truth of God's power and glory to be manifested in you and to turn your life into a story that can be used to set others free. You can overcome the bonds of sin through the blood and power of Jesus Christ and live a righteous life, not in your own strength, but through his grace. If you really believe, by faith, you can be set free. Jesus himself said, quote, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whoever commits sin is the servant of sin. In John chapter 8, verse 34, he also said this, quote, No man can serve two masters. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. Therefore, to believe that you can be a servant of God while still bound by willful, perpetual, or unbridled sin is not only the definition of hypocrisy, it's actually heresy because it's contrary to the words of Jesus. Furthermore, it makes the sacrifice of Christ pointless since he came to free us from sin, as stated in Hebrews chapter 10. Let me make this as clear as I can. Jesus came so that we might be free from sin, not free to sin. 
in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2, we read this, Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not want to endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. In other words, they're going to tell you fairy tales, stories, lies. They'll say whatever people want to hear to scratch their ear, to please their flesh to justify their compromise. In Jude chapter 1 verse 4 it says, Ungodly men will turn the grace of our God into lasciviousness. What is lasciviousness? It is unbridled, unrestrained sin. It is one that has no desire or attempt to put the flesh into subjection in obedience to the words of Jesus. Remember, Jesus says that those who love me, they will keep my commandments. But those who love not the truth will hold on to their damnation, though they may profess me as their Lord. They will not enter the kingdom of heaven because they did not do the will of the Father which is in heaven. In Romans chapter 6 verse 1, it says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? No, God forbid. How shall we? that are now dead to sin continue to live any longer therein and in first peter chapter 1 verse 16 we read the words of god himself speaking who says be ye holy for i am holy the bible does not teach at any point that sin after salvation is normal or accepted in any way it's a lie of the enemy to steal people's testimony because the scripture says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb. That's what Jesus did at Mount Calvary to cleanse us and save us and fill us with his spirit and free us from sin and give us the power to overcome temptation daily when we come to him and ask for it. It says that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. And because we love not our lives even unto the death, we were willing to give it and to speak the truth no matter who hates us for it. Because we love them enough to want to save them and it's only the truth that makes men free. This comes from Revelations chapter 12, verse 11. You see, my friend, it is the testimony of the one who has overcome that breaks this lie of the enemy when he speaks in the ear of the young ones and says, you'll never change. But my Bible tells me that Jesus said those who were saved were those who had repented and been converted, born again. They were different than they had been. Think about this. Paul was so effective in his ministry, he was able to lead the multitudes to Jesus because people witnessed the miracle of a man once bound and damned, but now free from a life of sin by the redemptive, cleansing, and transformative power of the blood of Jesus. And because they saw this change in him, they were able to believe that it was possible for them to be set free as well this is the reason the holy spirit was given to make us a witness and this is the power that the lie of cornal sinning christians is stealing from the gospel and the church of jesus christ my friend it's time for some people that believe that the blood is enough that believe that his grace is sufficient 
that believe that he overcame death, hell, and the grave. So what chance does my sin have to stand against him if I will but believe and walk in the faith of it? I can leave all of these things behind me. His grace will empower me and give me a testimony that will help to set others free. I don't have to continue in sin. He came to overcome it. We've got to ask ourselves today, do we really believe in Jesus? Do we believe the Bible when it says in Numbers chapter 23 verse 19 that God is not a man so therefore he cannot lie? We've got to believe what Jesus preached and stop spreading doctrines and traditions that are in contradiction to the words, commandments, and teachings of Jesus. We need to start preaching faith instead of unbelief. We need to be preaching the power of his overcoming kingdom and not defeatism that breaks faith and creates unbelieving believers. In John chapter 8 verse 11, we read the account of the woman who was caught in adultery. She was before him. They were ready to stone her. And he told them, let those among you who are without sin cast the first stone. And of course, none of them could rightly say this because we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But in this moment, grace was standing in front of her. And the definition of the word grace is God's favor, his power, and his divine influence. And God was reaching out and offering it to her. But it came with a condition, and we like to skip over it. That once he had forgiven her, she came to him in repentance, brokenhearted. She had made a decision. Having been caught in her sin, she knew she deserved the judgment. She laid at his feet and he reached to her. And he said, woman, where are thine accusers? And she said to him, there are none, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. He forgave her. He redeemed her. And he empowered her because he told her, now go and sin no more. She could not remain in her sin and claimed to have been converted. She could not return to that sin and claim to be a daughter of the kingdom. Yes, he forgave her, but he also empowered her to walk away from the bondage that had once damned her. Further in that chapter, in verse 38, we read, If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. My Jesus is stronger than the enemy. The Holy Spirit is stronger than temptation. The blood of Jesus is stronger than Satan. Don't tell me that my God cannot overcome. He is mighty to save. And if we will but believe it, speak it, and preach it, he will pour out the grace to demonstrate it. In Galatians chapter 5 verse 1, it says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with that yoke of bondage. Because in Second Peter chapter 2 verse 20, he gives us a very clear warning. He says, for if after they have escaped the pollution of this world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In other words, once they have been saved, changed, cleansed, forgiven, yet they are again entangled therein and allow themselves to be overcome by it. The latter end is worse for them than the beginning. 
For it had been better for them to not have known the way of righteousness than after having known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it is happened unto them according to the true proverb that the dog is returned to his own vomit again and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. My friend, you can choose to return to your sin, but you can't be part of both kingdoms. You can't enter the kingdom of heaven according to Jesus if you're not doing the will of the Father that is in heaven. You choose the master you follow by the orders you obey. This is why Jesus said to crucify your flesh daily, pick up your cross and follow him. And that if you love him, you will obey his commandments. Do it his way, my friend, or it's all a waste. Because the Bible is clear that those who return to their sin after salvation will lose it. And the latter state of them is worse than the former. I could give you page after page of corresponding scripture for this dire warning as it appears continuously through the Bible. So don't be deceived. There is freedom for the true Christian from a life of willful sin and bondage to the enemy and anyone who tells you otherwise is either very misled or trying to justify an ongoing sin in their own lives and putting your soul in danger of hell's fire. In the process, Jesus bore all, was persecuted, suffered, bled, died, and rose again to grant us the ability to be freed from a life of sin and to believe anything less is to make his sacrifice of no effect. Because in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26, we read this, For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there then remains no more sacrifice for our sins, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries. For he that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sorer punishment, suppose ye, shall he be thought worthy, who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God, and hath counted the blood of the covenant of Jesus Christ, wherewith he was sanctified. We're not talking about a sinner who rejected. This is someone who was sanctified by the blood of Jesus, but they counted it an unholy thing and hath done despite unto the spirit of grace. For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, and I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. And it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. What a sobering passage. Let us take it to heart. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.